the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, right here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And if you hear a little more energy in my voice today than maybe you heard yesterday, there's a reason for it. It's absolutely gorgeous here. <laughs> oh, I thought and it was temperature the, warm. I thought it was the cheeseburger you had. No, no, that doesn't hurt. But no, uh, that helped. But uh, no, isn't it beautiful? It's a pretty day here at the nursery, and Jerry's got his jacket on still. He does. I'm, I'm prepared. It's it's probably more in the truck. laziness and just uh, procrastinating <laughs> on taking it off. Because uh, I've seen people in shorts. and yeah. It's about 70 degrees here at the nursery. It's just beautiful. Uh, no breeze. Uh, not humid. So it's very nice. And a nice big old blue Texas sky. Plenty of good plant material. Yeah. A lot, lots of, lot of uh, you and Trace. I uh, love the citrus. Oh, uh, yeah, that's all it counts. Jerry can see. Yeah, yeah. They, they put that there on purpose just so Jerry yeah. can see it and, <laughs> and talk about and it. got a lot of good varieties. 200 square uh, feet. Or, <laughs> got a good variety of satsumas. And uh, he said he had uh, navel oranges, one of my favorite. Uh, Dr. Larry Stein uh, has a navel orange that, uh, that I always uh, uh Sneak out there at, at about this time of the year and get some, uh, and they're navel oranges and they're sweet as they could be. Now he covered it. Did he? But uh, is that a big tree? He's, he's colder out there. Yeah. Yeah. How did how does he cover it? It he I, th- I guess he pruned it back because it's uh, beneath the eave of the eave oh. of the shed. So he just rolls it off. Yeah, yeah. He just rolled it over. And. Uh, and grapefruit, he's got a grapefruit tree out there, step right by the navel orange. And uh, he brought me some of both of those, and I appreciate that. And uh, uh, that that navel orange is, uh, like I said, as sweet as it can be. I guess that Larry is just being nice to old people, huh? Yeah, yeah. Mentor, mentor. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> you know, don't look at me to support that comment. <laughs> I, t- I took him some plants the other day, uh, delivered them to his house, and... While I was there, I stole one, and I, I stole a navel orange, and I mentioned how how great they were, and uh, and he brought me a bag of bag of navel oranges and a, and a grapefruit, and uh, I I, th- I think that uh, Larry said he was eating two two navel oranges a day. And he hadn't, hadn't had the flu or anything yet, hadn't had a cold or anything. Knock on wood, yeah. He had a lot of vitamin C. So that, that's one thing about uh, citrus. 
not only is it attractive and and fun to grow, but uh, it's very uh, nutritional. Nutrition. Well, you know, they say that an apple a day keeps the doctor away too. Yeah. So fruit, just a uh, whole fruit, is good. I think you can't go wrong by uh, any of the fruits. Yeah. And it's amazing how the uh, bias against juices now has come. Oh yeah. Because of the le- less fiber, I guess, and sweets if you're diabetic yeah, you're getting concentrated sugar or yeah. you're getting a, a even more if, than if you ate the fruit you would get fiber and yeah the, other stuff and it would fill you up sooner i think is the idea where if you drink it but anyway hey listen uh 210-308-8867 that's our number 210-308-8867 or come on by and visit with us you know we have so many callers that say oh, i was over at Millburgers and i got this and it's like, well, we didn't see you. You didn't come by and say hello. So come on by today. They may have hidden. Do some shopping. They're hidden. Oh, they, they're hiding from us? Although Billy, it was great to see Billy yesterday. Yeah, it sure was. Janice was there. I mean, a lot, a lot of the uh, gardeners uh, from the years past came by yesterday. This would be the day, for instance, to come on by and pick up your uh, blue bonnets in the six-inch pot on sale, the blue bonnet transplants. The prettiest I've ever seen on wow. for sale, and that, uh, that says a they, lot. they do well in that uh, in that larger container. Yeah, I thought that was a great discussion. That uh, that would be a nice something for gardeners that are looking for something a little unusual. And, yeah, and who was it was going to give them out as gifts? Uh, Billy. 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 Yeah. 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 That that because especially if you get. Maybe we shouldn't have broadcast that. Uh, now oh. everybody's going to be going to Billy going, uh, yeah, I hear you're giving out these things as gifts. Uh, I didn't get one. But uh, uh, Billy will be back now. <laughs> so one plant per, uh, what, gallon container or two, a two-gallon container? One gallon, one per, gallon uh, container. One per one gallon. Yeah, because that will certainly fill up a one-gallon container. Right? Yeah. Not for, uh, for Is that, that what you had, Milton, when you grew yours? Yeah, I think I had, I got smaller transplants because yeah. the four-inch and I got And red. they've got some smaller transplants out here, too. Oh, okay, cool. Over there on the benches. Oh, okay. I got the red and I got the blue and I mixed them because somebody brought Jerry a picture of the red, and it just looks so gorgeous. And the red and the blue look good together just in that little container oh, yeah. as well. Um, the, the Aggies, I happen, I happen to have some white transplants yeah. uh, this year when they picked them up in uh, de- in December. And, I, and the, so uh, we, we, we mixed those in with the, the maroon because that's their color, maroon and white. idea that was mentioned yesterday, when I planted transplants in the vacant lot or the rocky ground this late i don't get the size that i would oh no yeah but if you planted them in your raised bed on the edge or even a cluster of containers yeah that was a a good idea that the that go with you know a large plant uh you can nurse them along and uh, they'll drop they'll be able to drop the seed or you just harvest the seed and put it where you want yeah and uh fertilize them Especially if you're growing them in containers with water-soluble fertilizer at this time of year. Now, well, it's too na- late to the use native, all the native plant people will just. I know. They'll just. They, uh, they gasp. Lost, lost their minds. All right. Now, you need Fertilize to. Fertilize it blue bonnets. <laughs> you need to go where you were going to go because I was thinking, oh, I'll just put in copious amounts of osmocote. No, you, uh, osmocote is a three so, to four month release and longer. 
release. And uh, I was looking at the uh, garden calendar, and it says uh, blue bonnets will have an active growth spurt in February. Protect them and pansies from slugs, snails, and label baits or beer trap. So, uh, in other words, they're, that's, that's what, what's neat about these uh, larger containers. Uh, and, and they've been hunkered down. You know, in other words, the blue bonnets are, they form what we call a rosette. You plant them in the spring when you, I mean in the fall when you're supposed to. They come up, but they don't. They don't look like they're growing. They stay in a small rosette. A lot of our, a lot of our Texas weeds do that. You know that later on get uh, get large and, and cause us trouble. But uh, blue bonnets uh, do that too. And uh, in February, and our blue bonnets a lot of times bloom around here, depending on the weather, in the late March. Uh, John Thomas and Wasseed Farms opened their 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 place. Well, they have it open all the time, but uh, I mean, really, for uh, uh, people coming to see the wildflowers, viewing the fields, first yeah. of April. So that's coming up pretty quick, and so they're yeah, sure they're, they're starting to expand now. now the there, there, there's one naturalized flower that. Does, doesn't rosette and hang loose. I mean, when it comes up, it comes up gangbusters. The large spur. Yeah, that's true. They take off. They another, don't. They uh, don't. They don't hesitate. Another one that uh, got some renown last year because of the the, the butterflies like it, and also will bloom in the shade. Is that Phasalia? Uh, uh, what did we call it? Sna- he's using uh, those big words again, Matthew. I don't know what he's saying. It's got snail weed. He makes these things up. You know, it's got that blue. Fl- flower that uh, looks like a snail weed. There's another popular name for it too, but it Hang it hangs it hangs kind of tight like that. Now it's yeah. per- it's perking up. Yeah, but it uh, I've never noticed it this thick before this early. This I guess the weather must have been uh, in tune for it, uh, and uh, the f- the freezing back uh, didn't seem to affect it. Where it affected uh, some of the other competition. Yeah. I think we'll see a lot of that. We'll see a little difference in how, how plants reacted to the cold and how they take advantage of the fact that there's less competition. The larger it, the root system, the larger the plant will grow. So that's what we talk about. Uh, you, you've already got in these plants for sale. They're, they're already. Yeah, you have, to have a bigger. You're right. Than yeah, the four-inch pot. They're already in uh, six-inch pot. You're right. And uh, so uh, you, you're going to need a, a pretty good-sized container. And you've got to keep them growing fast because, like I said, the bigger the plant, the the more blooms that you'll have. And then... Um, That's why we talk about water, water-soluble fertilizers. And we, we have not mentioned all this time that they're... Or had, I don't think we have, that they're on sale... Right. Regularly three eighty eight. Now two eighty eight or four for ten dollars. There you uh, go. So you can uh, come on and get him. Trace is walking up here. Yeah, it's always interesting to see if he hears his name in a little later. So he's going to come up <laughs> and tell us about some of the other things that they've got uh, going on at the nursery. Uh, probably in a second. But yeah. So the blue bonnets are a great opportunity. Um, let's mention then, if we go while we're waiting for Trace, let's mention the landscape school that's going to happen next Saturday from 9 to 1 p.m. 
Our friends at the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas are sponsoring it along with the Trinity Glen Rose Underground Water Conservation District and San Antonio Water System. And it's $30 per individual, uh, $50 for uh, family to have two. It will be at the Aldacos and Stono. So if you're up on the north end, uh, right, relatively close to Millburgers and part of the Trinity Glen Rose, uh, go to the Garden Volunteers of South Texas website to register or to get more information. That's Landscape School, Saturday the 10th. Of course, includes consultation and lots of handouts. Can we, what's happening? <laughs> they were talking to this man off the air, so I was trying to... You get, you get confused, Milton. question, but okay. we weren't quiet. We no, quiet. that's okay. All right. Cool, thanks. All right. So what was his question? He wanted to cut back, uh, or when to cut back firebush in a pot. Okay. Oh, wow. Right now, if you want. Anytime after they freeze is what I told him. Yeah. Okay. We cut yeah. ours back in the ground. And the the uh, mother the mother plants of the, all the firebush on the market we cut back uh, last week. And firebush rarely. I mean, it's not it's not like Esperanza or Duranta or uh, uh, Thoralis. Right. Uh, makes it through some winters. Yeah. So firebush. Very seldom. Yeah. Makes it freezes through. back. I love it in a container. That yeah, it's pretty orderly and a nice round globe mm. comes back every year. Very nice. And how do, how big does yours grow? Three feet, four feet? Three feet in a yeah. In a container, globe, three feet. Okay, uh, almost perfectly globe. My neighbor has one that's eight feet. In yeah, a container in the ground. Oh, in the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, in the ground. That's yeah. what I was fixing to say. Well, when we cut these back, uh, they're uh, six to eight feet tall. You know, when Jerry and I have talked about this before, but you know what happens if you grow them in a container? They they no longer are a uh, drought escape plant. Yeah, yeah drought they're, they're that that fibrous root system that that allows them to collect water wherever it exists in the soil is limit, <laughs> limited. So you you got to treat it almost like a oriental hibiscus in terms of watering it. Uh, you know, a couple times a week. Do you do you put some fertilizer on some water soluble fertilizer? I, do, I don't I don't use soluble, uh, soluble fertilizer, but I do uh, some osmocote uh, just a couple times a year. Yeah, you're not trying to get it to grow no. extremely big in that container. Yeah, I don't want it to get spoiled and think it has to be fertilized every year. But firebush is one of the easiest plants to prune. That there is because the the, the canes are not so everybody wants to didn't, didn't wa- you tell me stomp you on it. Or, you would go step on it. Yeah, uh, we stomp them. Or one time and I they was snap right them. off. They snap off clean. Yeah. One Gee. time I was going to jump out of the truck to to stomp some at the greenhouse, and he says, "I nah, just sit still." Hang and on. He drove the truck uh. back and forth. Over. Yeah. Jerry's uh, definition of truck garden uh. was truck gardening was different than some other people's. Yeah, but so. Yeah, my, my, my volunteers cut them back, and Cliff Cliff Bingham brought over his uh, shredder, you know, a shredder, and uh, they shred nice. I mean, they make a, a nice uh, shredded product. So uh, it's almost nothing, easy, though. Easy. Yeah, it's, it's that's right. It's it's. Very light material and, and done done, but it's if it's good if you got an ornery uh, uh, 
uh, shredder. Uh-huh. You know how I, I, I always tell my volunteers uh, when we get ready to do the fire bush. I said, if if you've got a chainsaw that'll start, and uh, Cliff brings his shredder, which starts regularly, uh, and then we do the fire bush. We 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 must have. 200 300 square feet of them hmm. they were they were growing in the greenhouse and they they rooted into the soil and then they tore the greenhouse down so they're still in the pots of course rooted into the soil did they warn you before they tore the greenhouse down were you guys trying to work out there no, <laughs> no the, we the, it, it was one of the first to go are, are, you, are you sure you didn't hit it with the truck no, yeah, no, no I, when, I, when I did my truck driving, and, and we also did a front, the problem with the truck is uh, <laughs> when you die driving over a fire bush, uh, they accumulate on the front bumper, so you can't continue to drive over them. So we beat, we beat that off, and we got a uh, front-end loader. They had a front-end loader working out there, so I told the guy, come over here a minute. <laughs> With that front end loader, I said, "Will you drive through there for me?" And it it works better with a front end loader than it does a truck. Yeah, this is this is uh, intimate fine tuned gardening <laughs> we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure I can condone this. <laughs> well, you you would have loved when we first started doing the show, and people would call in with something they shouldn't have planted yeah, here in, yeah. in San Antonio. And so what do I do about my blank? It didn't matter what it was. If it wasn't supposed to be planted, the first response out of Jerry was, you have a truck? Uh. <laughs> All right. You have a chain? All right. We're going to solve that problem for you right now. Trace is here. Hi, Trace. Hello. Welcome to the conversation. What's going on? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about tomatoes. All right. Is it time so, to talk tomatoes? It is time to talk tomatoes. All, All right. right. So we do still have a few left from, from this week in the greenhouse. There's okay. Uh, approximately two, two and a half flats, uh, four and a half inch pots, and there are five different varieties. Good Lord. But this week we're going to get in some extra ones. Yay. So we're going to have more celebrity. We're going to have some cherry large. We're going to have a HM eighteen twenty three. Oh, good. Uh, we're going to have tycoon. All right. We're going to have a little while. Valley cat. And then we're going to have the rodeo tomato. The rodeo tomato. Can you tell us the name of the rodeo tomato? I don't. Can I tell them the name? Uh, of the I guess so. Oh yeah. Uh, I, I hope Rodriguez doesn't. Let, let me flip David over. Call the, in and. I, I wanted to fuss at us. Well, we heard. I heard we wanted to rename this, but uh, <laughs> all right. So it is Rodeo Tomato 2018. Is Sunbright? All right, Sunbright. The mystery is no longer and a mystery. That, that'll be here this week. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping Tuesday, um, possibly Monday. But, oh, good! Wow. Uh, and uh, at least let's see, at least three of those that. Are nematode resistant. Right, tycoon and uh, uh, valley cat. And, and the, uh, ch- uh, did you get 968? And chair? celebrity. No, that's, they didn't have did that Did you one. say celebrity? Didn't have that one? Celebrities on celebrity, here. Yeah. Celebrity, yeah. Yeah. So now these tomatoes, we're going to alert everybody that these will be the ones you, you put in a one gallon container. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah. be t- they're not going to uh, predict they're not going to do well in the ground at this point already. Now, to show I'm ahead of the game, yeah. I've already got the write-up done. How could you know? With a picture. 
Uh, how could I know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway, I've got the write-up done with the picture, and it's on plantanswers.com. In the, uh, it's in the tomato section uh, of the uh, to- to- the topics. It's in the tomato section, and it's in the uh, vegetable section uh, with all the other tomatoes. And uh, we're going to... Uh, all the other tomatoes, uh, and I'll I'll put it on the, uh, the, the this week. I'll go ahead and put it in the topics of the month, so people can find the write up a lot easier. There it is. Where are these? Where are we going? The uh, customers. Where are they going to find these tomatoes? More than likely in the greenhouse. We mm-hmm. we just moved a uh, black table into the back room, and um, that way they were more visible. Okay. Uh, so we should be in there I, on a nice day. We'll probably haul some of them out. Uh, so if it's not too cold or too windy, we'll we'll, we'll give them. Now you want there It's a special alert for those tycoons because our understanding is that there aren't a lot a lot of the seed left, and so if you want for sure want those in your garden, first come first serve, and maybe the last. Yeah, yeah, it's the last. Okay, I mean there are no more seed after these seed are unless planted. some uh, gardeners take the initiative and collect the seed. Huh? <laughs> So here's what it says. Can I read what? Do I have a second to read what it says on Plant Answers? I, I think. Oh, you've word, already got it. Word yeah. for word. All right. Uh, Rodeo tomato for 2018 Sunbright has a. Do I have to read the Harris Moran stuff? Harris Moran tomato has a semi-determinate plant, uh, which produces a high yield potential of extra large fruit. This mid-season hybrid tomato is well adapted to Texas growing conditions since the compact vine provides adequate foliage, cover, and produces a concentrated fruit set. Firm, oblate fruit are uniform ripening and have an excellent smoothness under growing conditions. Sunbright potatoes are resistant to AL. To what? AL. That's Altheria a... stem canker. <laughs> Altenaria. Altenaria. I'm just picking these up now. Uh, Verticillium. Verticillium yeah. wilt. Oh, good. Phew. Ah. Fusarium wilt. Did yeah. I do that? Yeah, that's right. a soul. And stemphilium. Stemphilium. Or a gray leaf spot. Right. Okay. So I, that's cool. I, did, I didn't. <laughs> it's funny. I, when they put they put the, what's the initial on that thing? Uh, some weird thing. On which one? Stemphilium. Oh, uh, ST. Yeah, I didn't know what ST was, you know, uh, <laughs> and so I called the the seed company and asked them, and I got a I got a a, a refer, sale representative. Yeah. Okay. And she didn't know what it was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she said, "I'm not a horticulturist." I said, "Well, I am a horticulturist, yeah. and I still don't know what it is." <laughs> Hey, uh, so okay, hang on a sec. We got to take a break. So you, Trace is going to stay up here with us, and then we'll tell you more about the uh, rodeo tomato. We'll tell you about the uh, rodeo tomato day here at Millburgers, and uh, we'll tell you more about what's coming in right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're going to take a break, and of course, we're broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 9:30 a.m. This is the answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and I'm so excited. This is the time I talk to you about the things that are on sale at Millburgers, and I'm excited because some of the items that we have are items that you have been waiting for. Let me tell you about them. Right now on sale at Millburgers, you'll find Texas Blue Bonnet Transplants. This Texas superstar is on sale in the 6-inch pot, regularly $3.99, now on sale for just $2.88 or $4 for $10. What an opportunity. And speaking of opportunities, you've heard us talking about fruit trees. Right now, fruit trees are on sale in the five-gallon container for just $26.88. You can choose from apples, peaches, pears, plums, apricots, and you can feel confident because Millburgers talks with the experts, and these are the varieties that are chosen for this area. All right, you ready? Are you sitting down? Avocado trees are on sale in the five-gallon container on sale for just $38.88. That's at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 9:30 a.m. The answer. While Valentine's Day falls on a Wednesday, Oak Valley Vineyards Texas Bistro is celebrating on Friday and Saturday night as well. Make your reservations today at Texas Most Romantic Winery with a special menu that includes her favorites like Salmon Wellington and his, the Chef Cut Prime Beef Tenderloin or the Surf and Turf Black Angus Prime New York Strip and Crab Cake. A four-course meal that's all-inclusive with champagne, chocolate-covered strawberries, candlelight, and music to dance to all night long. And Oak Valley Vineyards has thought of everything. Ask about having a dozen roses waiting for you at your table. Four courses, three special nights, the two of you, and one unforgettable Valentine's Day. Nestled in the Texas Hill Country, Oak Valley Vineyards is on 3009 in Natural Bridge Caverns. Call now to reserve your special table at 830-980-8033. Oak Valley Vineyards Restaurant.com. Are you an answer seeker? Join the club today. Find the link to join at the top of the page at 930amtheanswer.com. When you join, you'll also be part of the birthday club. We'll celebrate your special day with a gift basket waiting for you at Southwest Exteriors, an oil change from Belden Automotive, and a 12-piece box of ganaches, truffles, creams, or caramels from Alamo City Chocolate Factory. Join today at 930amtheanswer.com. Sponsored by Belden Automotive, Southwest Exteriors, and Alamo City Chocolate Factory. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. A survey of opinion on the Middle East brings good news to Israel and bad news for Democrats. The Pew Center asked a question in the dispute between Israel and the Palestinians, who do you sympathize with? Among every gender, every racial or religious group, every age or educational level, Americans strongly sided with Israelis. Only one political group, self-identified Democrats, split nearly evenly between sympathies for Israel and the Palestinians, with 27% for the Jewish state, 26% for the Palestinians. By contrast, Republicans backed Israel by a lopsided ratio of 13 to 1, while independents favored the Jewish state by nearly 3 to 1. What puts Democrats so badly out of the mainstream? In fact, it's the moral relativism that's infected contemporary liberalism, leaving the left reluctant to ever say one side's right and the other's wrong. Moreover, Israelis and Americans share a reverence for three institutions many liberals instinctively distrust, the military, business, and traditional faith. I'm Michael Medved. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Uh, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're talking tomatoes because Trace has announced that the uh, rodeo tomato will be here um, Tuesday or Ho- when? Hopefully what? Tuesday. Hopefully. Call, call before you come. 497-3760. That's that number. Our number, 210-308-8867. Okay, so um, yeah, the uh, Sunbright, it has been announced, so I can say it. Uh, you'll find a write-up on Plant Answers. Rodriguez is probably headed over here to beat the hell out mm-hmm. of all of us. Well, but it's going to be at the rodeo. Oh, well, That's why of, they call it the rodeo tomato. Yes. But the, these hard-selling hard, hard, uh, hard nurserymen, you know, jumped us about only having it at the rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> what about all those consumers that can't make it? To I the know they it, deserve but a chance. Well, we used to say, well, after the rodeo, you can go get it at the nursery. Yeah, I so, think I think we oh, we've done away with it. It was after the rodeo, wasn't it? Oh yeah, we for, yeah. for years we started it. Yeah. So what are you doing selling them before the rodeo? Uh, David, David, <laughs> David's just easier to yet. convince than us. <laughs> Now, uh, there is a disclaimer. Uh Uh-oh. Opinion about taste of tomatoes differs from person to person. There you go. So try several varieties to see which one tastes best to you when grown in your garden. There you go. All right. So, But but, uh, last year, you know, uh, 1823, is that right, Kevin? Mm -hmm. I can't remember. 1823 Mm -hmm. was was, uh, promoted as a good-tasting tomato. And sure enough... Uh, I ran several taste tests on it, and uh, uh, when you compared them to uh, Celebrity and uh, and uh, Tycoon, Tycoon, eighteen twenty-three beat them. Huh? I liked uh, eighteen. I thought it was a better taste. I liked eighteen twenty-three too. Uh, then that uh, the other one, the the, the cherry tomato. Uh, what, the uh, non- oh, Ruby Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. There was grew on me too. The greenhouse or, at at the first, the first uh, a, gr- a group that ripened was kind of bland. I don't know. I can't remember what the weather was. But, yeah, probably. But boy, cooler. that uh, after that, it was a very tasty and very productive. Yeah, and di- a little different. Uh, it's kind of neat to have both the uh, 968 and the Ruby Crush in there because they were a different shape and uh, yeah, different, a little different taste too. The the ruby crush is a a fancy tomato for salads and things. Yeah, and we thought about and I was requested to to make that the the this year rodeo tomato ruby crush, but uh, since uh, nine sixty eight came along, uh, most people want the rodeo tomato to be a big slicing tomato, so uh, to try it and. Uh, so, uh, I talked him out of making Ruby Crush a rodeo tomato, but it's it's kind of a kind of an honorary uh, rodeo tomato. Ruby Crush is because it 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 formed well last mm-hmm. year. Yeah, fall rodeo tomato. Yeah, fall rodeo tomato, <laughs> but we don't have a rodeo in the fall. 
we can make one. There's, uh, a, ro- there's, there's a rodeo going on somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, can uh, what else do you want? I, I got Ron on the line. I want to get to him in a second, but I know there were some other items you wanted to mention that'll be coming in. Uh, well, there's all kinds of stuff coming in. Um, let's see, we got some more leaf lettuce because it's time to do that. Have they got peppers available they, yet? They do, but uh, the only thing I've brought in so far is uh, pekins. Okay. People are asking for that, but. Uh, they're not going to grow much. No, uh, that's are, right. So it's it's cool. kind of a disservice to bring them in too early. That's true. Um, but some interesting stuff. We're going to have. We've got a good selection of geraniums. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, fine. Some, killer. Some fantasias. Uh, we're going to have some more hanging baskets of that. New Guinean patients are available, so we'll be bringing some of those in this week. Artichokes. Oh, um, that's <laughs> so you've taken them through the winter. Uh, I mean, they've uh, been taken through the winter, so they may have artichokes in spring. That would be the hope. Yeah, uh, but we got some nice ten-inch pots out here now. We got a few more coming in this week, and the hanging basket selection is going to be improving. So we're going to get caliber coas uh, that are mixed, and uh, and a few other mixed baskets. So if you're looking for oh, something good. to cheer up your day and on. On a uh, bad weather day, we'll be able to. There was help there, you there. there was uh, gardeners uh, yesterday that were here uh, that were having company, and and she wanted to. She noticed how depressing her yard was, so she was <laughs> over here kind of perusing. I told, of course, I promoted the uh, uh, primula, and uh, should have pushed the geraniums more because that was that would really make a splash. And uh, it's kind of cool where where you got them at the front of the uh, nurseries. When you walk in, they just jump out at you. And that's a new table that we just set up. So uh, uh, we are changing things every day to try to make it easier to shop, uh, get what you need, and uh, get out of here. You got a new checkout stand. It's, It's almost ready. Yeah. All right. Well, come back and visit us in a sec. Okay. Hey, Ron is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Ron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Good. How can we help you? Uh, I was out in my yard, and I don't see any of that bed straw coming up. It seemed like it was coming up already the last couple well, of years at this time. It's coming. Be patient. Yeah, I found a few. In a sheltered spots, it must be real sensitive to the cold. Yeah. But, but I, yeah, there were a few I, I noticed. Uh, I was digging my t- potato trenches. That's what it was. <laughs> and, and they, uh, in the raised bed garden, and in, you know, kind of in the nooks and crannies there, in the corners of the garden, there were some coming up. But they're kind of like blue bonnets. They kind of stay, uh, stay smaller until, until they until declare later, they're until they get uh, warmer temperature. Charging. So what? So what are you standing by with your machete ready well, you for action? Or? <laughs> My lawnmower. I just mow it. You know the other thing that the, I just mow it. The, the other thing that is not doing anything: uh, rescue grass and uh, Jerry's uh, horse herb is. Yeah, there's very little. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you'd like that freeze that action. There. Uh, oh, the the one with the purple flowers, uh, Penny. Um, Exal, uh, some exalus uh, came up, but uh, purple. Uh, help us, purple flower. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, got a little, the, uh, little purple flower. Hen bit, hen bit, yeah, hen bit's coming up like me. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's, All right. That's, well, anyway, you, you don't think uh, maybe the freeze killed a whole lot of it? Maybe we won't have as much? I, uh, well, I think I think that's probably a fair bet that he'd be he'd be an optimistic. Yeah, yeah, but I think mostly it just slowed it down, so you'll have a a quick rush now that this kind of weather has come. Uh, but right. I, but I don't think I don't think it'll be as much as it, as it was in the last few years. Now one All one right. thing one thing you can do at this time of the year, uh, I had it on my talk to talk about uh, situation here. The uh, it, it's if you see the little plants, the the little miniature plants that get ready to grow into big weeds, and you've got a lot of them in your lawn, maybe your lawn stand out a little bit. You can use a weed-free zone. The the herbicide that doesn't doesn't hurt the grass, and can be used in cooler temperatures like like today. And right. uh, that that'll that'll take care of them for good. And of course, they're they're easy to kill when they're small. All right. But uh, all right. Thank uh, y'all very much. It's called, it's called weed-free zone. Thank you, Ron. All right. You take care. All right. That'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. In fact, we'll take this opportunity while you're calling in to take a quick break. Oh, did you want to? Oh, okay. Actually, we'll, we'll hang on we, we, before we go to break. Uh, Trace is going to talk about the plant of the weekend. I've forgotten since we an unusual plant. Plant of the weekend. It's unusual. Wait, 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 wait. What? But the plant of the weekend. Weekend. Plant of weekend. the weekend. Oh, plant of the weekend. 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 Uh. <laughs> All right. So this is an old-fashioned plant. Uh, yeah. You really don't see them a whole lot anymore, but they are a fabulous. Uh, deciduous plant here so they this is a uh, texas scarlet quince so flowering quince for most of you uh it's an orangish red bloom it generally blooms before it puts on leaves uh Ooh, wow look at those thorns you actually uh, <laughs> my fondest memories of this plant are at my grandmother's house so they've been commonly planted for a long time but the last 20 maybe 30 years they've fallen out of favor oh yeah for no real reason. It is a beautiful plant yeah. and um, one of the first things to bloom every year. Well, where, did, where did your grandmother live? Pawnee. Well, okay. What's what's the uh, Latin name? What's it related to? I can barely so read the other fruit, thing. One of the fruit. It's is, is one it of the not fruit. related to apples? Yeah. That's what no, I Oh, I didn't know that. Malice, is it? No. Ched, I can't even pronounce that. What does that say, Milton? No, you're great. You're going to ask me, where is it? Where do I see the... Uh, Oh, yeah, <laughs> Chenomelas speciosa. So it's not, not, I thought it was more closely related to apples. Apples or roses or something. That didn't help. This variety is, uh, it's going to get three foot tall up to five foot wide. We could never get cold enough here to damage it. It'll go down to like negative 10 to 20. Um, it's a great plant, old-fashioned plant that needs a little bit of reviving. Um, it's, now, it's a great, great place in the in the any landscape. Does it say anything about chill hours on that thing? No, it didn't. Okay, I just wondered if, like Kevin said, we're we're thinking apples here. But uh, and what I suggest you do is, if you're unfamiliar with it, if you're familiar with it, you may be excited about being able to get it again uh, if you're unfamiliar with it go google texas uh scarlet quince and the beautiful pictures gosh 
It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, all right, so, and it's a, a good price in the one gallon, nine ninety nine, and you have three gallon twos, or am I thinking of, no, is that thinking from last week? thinking from last week. All right, so, uh, it's in the one gallon for nine ninety nine. Uh, I really, uh, if you're not familiar, suggest you Google it. And we have maybe about 16, 16 or so. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, so if you want one, and come by today and wave at us as you're getting it. And uh, if you can't come by today but you said, okay, let's say you, you're, you're on your phone and you're looking at the picture going, oh, wow, this is pretty, uh, then call the nursery. Then just turn around and call the nursery right there. Uh, Millburgers at 497-3760. And they'll put aside, you know, one, two, three, whatever you want to get. Uh, and then you can come by tomorrow or Tuesday and get it's it. It's a good front for uh, full sun shrub mm-hmm. border. Probably be great for birds. Hmm. Uh, how, t- how tall did you say it would be? Uh, well, yeah, but th- with the thorns, it would uh, be a good hiding place. Uh, three, f- what did I say, three foot tall, five foot wide. Okay. Yeah. Right. Th- this is a dwarf, though. There, was there one in your grandmother's uh, smaller like that, a small uh, shrub? My grandmother trimmed on everything, so uh. <laughs> it, it could have been one that got big, but she kept it small. Okay. It, it was small. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Thanks. All right. We, we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Kathy Linda, hang on the line. We're going to be right back with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right after this on 930 a.m. The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And I'm so excited. This is the time I talk to you about the things that are on sale at Millburgers. And I'm excited because some of the items that we have are items that you have been waiting for. Let me tell you about them. Right now on sale at Millburgers, you'll find Texas Blue Bonnet Transplants. This Texas Superstar is on sale in the 6-inch pot, regularly $3.99, now on sale for just $2.88 or $4 for $10. What? an opportunity and speaking of opportunities you've heard us talking about fruit trees right now fruit trees are on sale in the five gallon container for just 26.88 you can choose from apples peaches pears plums apricots and you can feel confident because millburgers talks with the experts and these are the varieties that are chosen for this area all right you ready are you sitting down avocado trees are on sale in the five gallon container on sale for just 38.88 that's at millburgers landscape nursery 1604 and Verde road everyone is talking about fixed index annuities are annuities good or bad will you lose money or make money is your retirement nest egg protected from loss tune into robin hoppus and the big state financial show at its new time saturday mornings at nine and mondays at eight to learn more or you can call robin at big state financial 210-373-6000 it's the big state financial show saturday mornings at nine and monday evenings at eight right here on 9 30 a.m the answer Delightful Decors is your installed foundational home decor full-service company. We provide the best experience for your flooring, your countertops, and your window treatments. For lines, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with Delightful Decors. Call 844-4-Decors. 
We're a one-stop shop for all your interior design needs. We're A-rated and five stars on all the major review sites like Yelp and Angie's List. Call us today and let's get started. For blinds, walls, and more, you're sure to adore. Get delighted with delightful decors. Call 844 from Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. By the time you hear this, President Trump may have released the so-called memo. What's the memo? It's a four-page summation by the Republican majority of the House Intelligence Committee detailing the FBI's behavior during the 2016 election. Higher-ups at the FBI and Justice Department have been lobbying the president not to release it, but it should be released because it may reveal outrageous, even criminal activity by certain people who wanted Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump, elected president. Excuses from the FBI have ranged from alleged exposure of sensitive information to embarrassment. Embarrassment should never be a reason to hide something like this from the public. This is potentially a bigger scandal than Watergate. The media mostly have ignored it for too long and are now just starting to report on it. Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes has said, quote, It's clear that top officials used unverified information in a court document to fuel a counterintelligence investigation during an American political campaign, unquote. Let the taxpaying and voting public decide. Release the memo. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867. Linda is on the line. Linda, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, guys. How have you all been? Good, good. What you know? Uh, well, I don't know much but what Jerry's taught me in the past few years, so. <laughs> Uh-oh. And you still don't know much. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know, right? Is that what you're saying? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I just wanted to call and wish Dr. Parsons a very happy birthday today. And what? I bet he, he, he probably thought I forgot. Doesn't that, uh, didn't Linda, every year it just amazes you that he made it another year, doesn't it? Yeah, amazes me, too. <laughs> it's, yeah, well, happy it's, birthday. It's clean, Thank you. It's that it's that clean garden living he does. So yeah, so. yeah, right. Well, he only eats uh, <laughs> potatoes and broccoli and tomatoes. Tomatoes. That's it. I and mean, he tomatoes, doesn't even eat yeah. vegetables. Well, he's got. Who ever heard of a vegetable so. specialist that doesn't eat vegetables? Well, I appreciate you remembering. <laughs> I'm, yes, I may have to call in, in future years. I may have to call you to ask you when my birthday <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My memory is. If you, if you click, put it on your phone. Dog, yeah, automatically yeah. tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my birthday is a couple of days off from his, so it's easy to remember a fellow there you birthday. Go. Oh, are you, well, are you the same age you. as Sam, Linda? No, Lord. Huh? <laughs> she, she, he asked, were well, you the same age as me? I was being. Oh, no, no, no. I'll be uh, on Tuesday. I was going to say, I was going to see how uh, you, you put up with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I appreciate so much of you calling in and remembering. 
Yeah, we'll you have to. Uh, you take care of yourself. So we'll have okay. to celebrate next week. Well, we we didn't know. He, he didn't tell us. No, I didn't said. tell anybody. <laughs> he doesn't tell nobody. Well, I forgot to he tell never him. Tells yeah, nobody. that's right. All right. Well, if you want to embarrass Jerry and call him, wish him a happy birthday. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You got anything growing that you want to talk about, uh, Linda? You're, no, you're a gardener. Not really. Not, not really. Um, I didn't put in a, a vegetable bed this year. I'm just uh, looking at my Hawaiian orchid trees that look like they're a little burnt from all that ice and lost some of my tropical hibiscus. I need to put in some perennial hibiscus, but. Yeah. I had them for three years, and they never froze till last year. So, yeah, Bummer. so not much growing right now. Okay. Well, thank you so much for calling. Say hello to the you girls, bet, Linda. Y'all. I sure will. All right. I sure will. Love you guys. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Again, if you'd like to call and embarrass Jerry no, slightly. You do. we don't want you to. Oh, call in anyway. <laughs> just, just, just make make the show that we've only got an hour and ten minutes left. To make it miserable for that hour and ten minutes by wishing him a happy birthday at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Who is when there? Somebody online? Age, no, no, we're okay. When we get my age, you want to forget your. Birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, February twenty third. There's a uh, uh, event that uh, some folks may want to participate in. It's the turf and rainwater catchment program at the Extension Service. Uh, that's over at Cherry Ridge, 3355 Cherry Ridge, Suite 208. That's the headquarters of, of the Texas A&M uh, uh, AgriLife Extension Service here in uh, San Antonio. And it's a free program, which is... Wow. Yeah, it's, that, it's uh, strange. But uh, uh, for <laughs> more information, 210-631-0400. And it's turf and rainwater catchment, and it's 1 to 5 p.m. So this is a pretty uh, serious uh, program yeah, if yeah. you want to learn about. Uh, you, a lot of, if, if you moved into the area, this would be a good program, I think, to participate in. And uh, uh, because our dealing with our lawns can can be a real challenging uh, thing, and you got to make some decisions uh, uh, to be careful about not overusing resources and Picking the right grasses, so turf and rec, uh, turf and rainwater catchment program one to five p.m. February twenty-three at the uh, Texas Agriculture Extension Service Office thirty-three fifty-five Cherry Ridge Suite two hundred eight. And again, for more information or to register, two ten six three one zero four zero zero. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What you got going on over We got some questions in about uh, when and how far back to trim uh, pampas grass. It's actually needed to be trimmed for several years. <laughs> but people, the people don't want to yeah, that, fuss. You got to be careful. That. With that pampas grass. A, a, if you're trimming it to remove brown leaves, you can cut it back to 18 inches. 18 inches. Yeah. That's, well, that's, 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 that's right. this tall, chair. Okay. That's about, yeah. I, I used to use a chainsaw. Yeah, I did too. But, but it's best if you don't let it go too many years, if you yeah. do it every at least every other year. And, uh, and you know when to, you know... When you've got the, the, it's got a crown. 
and all those uh, I guess it leaves or stems that it's in the those, they're those, all all connected those to razor a, daggers a, yeah those razor daggers and they're they have a it has a crown in there uh, when I'm pruning it uh, I, I I have a tendency to cut them not not cut into the crown too much. That that's that mm. center center. You have uh, more of an affection for them. Than yeah, I do. yeah. I just you're not gonna kill it. Cut any, those big. Yeah. You're not killing it anyway. You cut it to cut it to the ground. Hey, and uh, based on my experience, do not uh, take them out with fire. Uh, you tried fire? Oh yeah, and uh, took, I was gonna do uh, fire uh, on uh, TV. Uh, it took a couple of months for my eyebrows to uh. grow back. Oh, it's just a, a savage. Uh, you know, you know how, how TV reporters always love to follow the fire and yeah. the house burning and all this kind of stuff. So I said, well, and, and they've actually canceled several. They actually canceled several horticultural programs out there because of a house fire. Oh, so oh. I said I'm, I'm gonna fight fire with fire, <laughs> so to speak, method. So you did it too, huh? I was gonna do it. Uh, oh. They wouldn't let me do it. Oh, yeah. I and I, I couldn't find a place out in uh, that I didn't want to burn down several yeah. houses. I did. Yeah, I, I had a whole row of it about a quarter mile on my peach orchard down the. Line. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and that was quite a job. To oh yeah. Everything. So I, I'll try. I'll do the fire and. Uh, I've, I've changed my mind. With the, the chainsaw <laughs> was not nearly as bad as the the fire was. And it burns hot. fast, doesn't hot. it? Hot, yeah, fast. And hot. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Ginger's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Ginger. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing just great. How are you guys doing? Good. What's going on? Happy birthday, Jerry. Well, thank you very much glad for calling. I'm glad you're still with us. Oh, you're Me, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> and, uh, Calvin, I got a report. I saw my first Purple Martin on February 1st. All Here right. Yeah, what was so it the doing? The scouts are coming. What was I doing? No, what was it? Was it uh, just a <laughs> just single bird? Yeah, he was a scout. It's funny. He was by himself, and he was as purple as you could possibly be. And uh, he sat on top of the house for a while, and he looked around, and I thought he might stick around. He was there so long, but he finally decided to go look someplace else, and I haven't seen him back yet. Yeah, he may just be. they're coming. Going to a resort hotel temporarily. (laughs) Well, I I was telling Jerry and Milton that I... I put up, up this year. I'm putting up two new Martin houses. I'm um, run out of space, so this will be the end of my uh, apartment expansion. But uh, <laughs> I got them in place, so I'm ready. And I'll. Do you I'll, use wood or I'll put, metal? I'll put, Calvin? I'll, huh? I'm sorry. Do you use Do you, metal or wood? I use the I use the metal now. In the old days, I did the wood, but they're so hard to maintain. And they're, they're so heavy, and so yeah. I like these. I like these aluminum ones. You can relatively easy to raise them and lower them. So I'll put those up about March first if I haven't s- seen birds before then. 
but you, well, usually it's March 1st when I put them up. You've got some up yeah, already. Right? I, I've just got them. I've got them in place. But lowered. Lowered. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but. I'm I'm just outside the Bear County line in Wilson County. That gives you a little idea where I'm at. And uh, off County Road 350. So okay. uh, I'm, south, I'm south of you, but they're coming. <laughs> okay. And I'll well, let we you would... know as time goes on. Do you remember? Was it last? Was last year that were they here sooner? Seems like they were earlier no, last year. Um, no. Last I last year. Well, no, yeah, last year I got mine first one on January thirtieth. Okay, so it wasn't too much. But time. I'm thinking this. I'm thinking these hard freezes might set them back a little bit. Well, it'll. I, s- I really there, aren't, there aren't a lot of insects flying for sure. That's true. I haven't seen any. Uh, yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the, I haven't thought uh, of that. yeah, moths or, uh, of course, no no mosquitoes. And then what are dragonflies? I haven't seen dragonflies yet either. So yeah, yeah no grasshoppers. Get, 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 get. No butterflies. Have you seen grasshoppers? Uh uh-uh. Not yet. God, I hate seeing those things. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the plague. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what bothered me last year, you know, I love the martins and I love butterflies, and I would, I would occasionally, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, they've uh, there was a big education program to alert people that martins didn't eat as many mosquitoes as we thought, and so what did right. they eat? They eat dragonflies, oh. butterflies, moths, oh. and so so immediately I noticed that they're, you know, they would have some American Beauty. Butterflies and the, the, the Martin would have them in their mouth. And, uh, so I found the real same good, Calvin. <laughs> I yeah, guess you just made me very uh, sad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, right. it didn't make the oh, Martin sad. He was eating them. Yeah, Ooh, the Martin were happy. Food. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ginger. So if you had to choose between Thank Martin you. and butterflies, you'd. Probably go with the Martins. Yeah, it's a bigger, it's a bigger individual. Well, I'm not sure the about good, that. The good news, you don't have to decide, so yeah. you can have both. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, usually there's so many butterflies. Yeah, but yeah, and I don't know, I don't know if it's true or my imagination, but when the Martins leave, it always seems like the butterfly that butterfly population grows. There's yes, a lot more I, butterflies. I, have, I see the same thing. Yes. And I, it You're may right. just be the weather, but because about July 1st, they're gone, and uh, the butterfly population just grows. we we got to run, Ginger. We're going to take a break and come back okay. and talk to Evelyn right. right after this. See you in a moment. You're listening Bye, to 930 AM. This is The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. Am I, am I messing this up? Um, give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Hopefully Evelyn is still there. Evelyn, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure if Evelyn is still there or not, so hang on. 
uh, you'll have to kind of send me a message and tell me Evelyn's status. I had to reboot my computer, so I'm lost. Here, so, um, but let me give you the phone number to you call. You booted Evelyn. I didn't mean to. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. All right, let's see if Evelyn's there real quick. Evelyn, are you there? Welcome to the show. Yes, Thanks, I am. Yes. I was, uh, I was hey, a Evelyn. cat after my chickens, and I had to do something about it. What? What was happening? Cat after her chickens? Cat was after my chickens. Oh, I don't think so. Uh, oh, well, yes, I think so. That ain't going to happen. Now you're, you're going to, yeah. What'd you do? Yeah, they were, they're small like a bird. Two of them are, and so I guess you thought he's going to dig out on the chicken. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, and you solved uh, that problem. What did yes, you do did. to the cat? Yeah, how did you solve the problem? I threw him away. Don't tell, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's all I the, thought. That's the best answer, Evelyn. <laughs> 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 well, how can we help you today, Evelyn? Uh, I just want to tell Dr. Parsons happy birthday. I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. thank you so much. <laughs> he doesn't tell anybody his birthday. There you go. <laughs> he keeps it quiet. <laughs> when, you, when you get our age, sometimes you just uh, kind of ho- hope it'll go away. Hope Evelyn, did, go he, in, did he imply that you're as old as he is? Oh, I'm Surely not. not. I'm probably 20 years older than he is. <laughs> no, uh, don't. <laughs> no, you'd be. I'm 83, and I'm proud of it because I have. There you go, uh, 83. Uh, yes. You're about 10 years older than I. Yeah, we just think uh, uh, her, her uh, personality is so much better than Jerry's. There you go. <laughs> but I've learned yeah, to love uh, horse herbs. You know, Evelyn. Evelyn yeah. hadn't. Oh, that's right. That is. Has your, has your horse right herb? Has your horse herb come back? On your birthday. <laughs> I'm sorry? Has your horse herb come back from the freeze? Oh, yes, it's out there. But I wasn't oh, going to okay. mention it since it was your birthday. Uh, <laughs> 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 My horse herb t- took a pretty hard lick. Yeah, that's the, the one One good thing about the freeze, too. There's no not a lot of weed action yeah, out there yet. Yeah, yeah. Not so far. So far. Yeah, but uh, when the... When, uh, Warm weather March shows up or late February. It's gonna, yeah. We we those little weeds that are hiding in the grass now. It's sort of like blue yeah. bonnets. So they're they're gonna come forth. The blue bonnets. The blue bonnets are waking up already. Yeah, they are. They're beginning to sprout a little bit. Uh huh. They just need a little more water. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. It needs water. Looks like there was. It's in the forecast. Well, it's not much of a rain, but this no, week sometime. Yeah. It's not very promising either. Yeah. Okay, okay thank you for calling. Thanks, Evelyn. Good work. I'll be down thank there you. maybe one of these days. Somebody yeah, yeah, Burgers. come by and see us. We want to see you. I have a, I have a gift card for Millburgers anyhow, so i got to spend it somewhere sometime. Oh, yeah. okay. Good, good for we'll you. We'll help you spend it. Uh, okay. <laughs> There's a lot to spend on. They got some pretty geraniums down here now. Yeah, I lost you my grow, last do you, do you, Yeah, do you grow geraniums? You I said lost you my last summer. Lights. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now, now's a good time to plant geraniums because the temperature is cool. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, the uh, and they they'll take they'll take a pretty hard frost. 
geraniums will. Famous last words. But uh, but you can definitely uh, you can definitely yeah, that's right. But uh, they 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 last well till June first, and then you have to kind of yeah move them into the shade. Or into the garbage, one or the other. <laughs> Compost. Well, we, yeah. we do have some Fantasias. So oh, do you have Fantasias, too? The baskets are all Fantasias. Okay. So uh, we're, we're good there. Yeah, but I'll, almost all right. any geranium do, uh, does well in this weather we're having. Sounds like you need to go. Go go protect those chickens, all right. Evelyn. Bye, Bye, Evelyn. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, if you want to call and wish Jerry a happy birthday and make him miserable for the next hour. Quit it, Milton. 210-308-8867. He's so embarrassed. 210-308-8867. Or you can call in with gardening questions. There you go. 210-308-8867. Well, you're only one day older than you were yesterday. There you go. That's deep. That is. That's beautiful, man. Uh, <laughs> so what's going on? Well, we need to talk about the plant of the weekend. Uh, Uh-oh. Weekend, weekend. Why? Weekend. What did we do wrong? Uh, somebody called on the on the, the phone, and uh, they wanted to a instant replay of uh, what we talked about. Oh, okay. So I figured we'd go over it again. It's, uh, it's a Texas scarlet quince. Texas scarlet quince. So it's an old-fashioned plant. Uh, used to be very commonly planted many years ago, and then it seems to have fallen out of favor. And uh, this is the first batch we've been able to get in quite some time. So uh, it's beautiful, deciduous shrub. does have little thorns. This variety is going to get three foot tall and up to five foot wide. Uh, can take any cold we ever get here, and oh, it is a yeah. gorgeous bloom. Uh, would you call that red or would you call that orange? I They're call called it red. scarlet, but that's red. Uh, it's it's pomegranate, pomegranate orange almost. Same almost same same color. So uh, they're only nine ninety nine, and there's a limited number of them, and this may be all we can get for the year. So if it's oh, yeah. something you're interested in, uh, I would certainly give us a holler, and we can set some aside for you. And uh, I encourage you to go online and look at the pictures of them. I mean, that's uh, they're really, really pretty. And so then, uh, so it, what was? Did he have a question on it in particular? Yeah, I'm not or just sure one? if it was a male or a female. Oh, okay. I didn't actually talk just, to them. But okay. I was did asked they have a question? Over the walkie-talkie. What was the plant in of the weekend again? Okay. So, so it's quince. So here's the dealio. We've got about 16 left, and if you want one, uh, and you know you want one. Uh, come get it now or call Millburgers at 497-3760, 497-3760, and uh, they'll put aside, you know, say, put one aside for me. I'll be there and by 5, or I'll be there. You close at 5, so I'll be there at 4, or I'll be there tomorrow, uh, and they'll they'll take care of you. That's uh, the nice thing about uh, the nursery here. It's a nice service. So go look online if you don't know what it is. And then I bet you'll call in at four nine seven three seven six zero. I remember right, uh, Trace. It'd be better in a prepared bed with the organic material in it, or a raised bed rather than in cleachy soil out there I'm, in the I'm, open. I think everything would appreciate that situation yeah. better. But because uh, the heat, the heat is probably a little more of a challenge than the than the cold for sure. All right. Well, hopefully, if, if you. Uh, if you have more questions, you can call us at 210-308-8867. All right, Sylvia is on the line. Hi, Sylvia. Thanks for calling. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing okay. Hey, I want to wish happy birthday to Jerry that you always wish his birthday today. Well, thank you. Is it his birthday? 
Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's what you heard right. That's right. Thank and, you. Uh, I was going to ask you know. how, how old are you, but you probably won't say. Um, let's see, how old am I, Carol? 72? <laughs> oh, I think I'm 72. You think you're 72? Are, are you going to have a, 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 everything, everything I remember is 40 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you think? going to have a little, little <laughs> over there for him, or? Oh, uh, I think we're going to watch the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, they're hold- oh. apparently the Super Bowl is being held in in honor of Jerry this there year. There you go. That's why they picked today. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, I was just looking at that flower you all were talking about. That it is a very pretty flower. I, I, I've, I've never heard of that plant, that that flower in Quinn. Yeah, it is very pretty. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I think is. that's more of a southeastern. Is it? Did, 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 did you see them in uh East Texas, when you were over there. Yeah, I think that that's yeah. Where I've yeah. Seen well, I see I the flowers are kind of uh, <coughs> pink, orange, and I think it's right. pink and orange. They're they're kind of yeah. a small flower, but if it, there's a lot, yeah, some by a, a tree. Yeah, it's it, uh, it, it turns solid flowers. Right. It turns a solid flower. It blooms on it blooms on spurs, like an apple. Oh. Oh, like an apple. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember you, you compared it to but, an apple or not, you know. Yeah, but I've never seen this uh, scientific name, this uh, genus. Right. Oh. But uh, it's not in the apple family. I oh, it's think not. it's in the apple family, yeah. And then they said if we, if we get another heart freeze, you all say it'll it, it, be okay. You know, you have oh, yeah. Plant, you know. That thing won't yeah, freeze. In, in, it doesn't freeze in Tennessee, and it, it might freeze in Canada, but uh, yeah. that's... That's well, you go way, uh, way north. Yeah, Missouri would be okay. And, and it will it bloom all um, through through spring and summer. I no, mean, it, it it's a spring bloomer. I mean, oh, it's, it's, it's a bloomer. once bloomer. It's, a, it's a it's an attractive shrub though too. I like the, the yeah. shape. It's yeah. real. It's compact and it's uh, thick. And Trace mentioned that it uh, would be good cover for the birds. Um, Right, in the shrub border, and relatively uniform grower too, I think, if I remember right. Well, thank you, Sylvia. Okay. Yeah, thank okay, you for calling in. Okay, you Bye-bye. bet. Bye. All right, that'll free up a line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven, where Virginia is on the line. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All right. How are y'all? Good, good. What's going on? Uh, I was curious if A&M had a website where they sell or tell you where you can get maroon-colored plants. No, uh, they don't. Uh, an interesting you, you, idea, though. Uh, when, we, when we have seed, you can get uh, maroon-colored uh, blue bonnets from uh, Wild Seed Farms, uh-huh. the seed that you have yeah. to plant in, in the fall. Yeah. Uh, they have maroon carrots, but I, I've never seen them for sale or available. Uh, they were mainly developed to uh, to grow in the valley. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Grow in the, in that climate down there. Well, what else had, maroon have they got? I had seen some maroon watercress that was on the cover of uh, or red, whatever you want to call it on the cover of one of Martha Stewart Living Magazines, mm-hmm. and it was really, really pretty, and I was just wondering where a person would get some, 
seed like that. I know you can't start it really easy from cutting, you know, but seed is yeah. easier. Now I, have, now I have no idea. I don't uh, there's some there's some kale and there's some uh, lettuce that's almost maroon, but it's not not the same maroon as uh, yeah, the blue bonnets. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's uh, would uh, I think would would be covered by describing it as maroon. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that, and that's easy to grow. Yes, it is. Well, thank you very much for your help. Okay. Thank, thank you. you for calling. Bye. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you. 210-308-8867. You can also call in with your suggestion of maroon plants for Virginia uh, or to wish Jerry a happy birthday. That's the last time I'll say it. Okay, good. All right. 210-308-8867. I'm trying to figure out if she has a question or she's just uh, typing to someone there. I think yeah, she's just smiling. Must not be calling us. Um, so, no, so you were in the middle of something and we interrupted you. Um, we always do that. Yeah, it was... Uh, Pampas grass. Oh, that's right. Calvin, <laughs> Calvin's Pampas I have it written on... That's why I remembered. I have it written that in front close. of me. That was close. Some critical warnings. Oh. These leaf blades are razor sharp. Yep. Is that right, Calvin? That's true. Did you... Did, did, they, they, you've been cut by Pampas. Oh, right? yeah. And you, even accidentally, you know, when you're working and uh, around it, you can get it. It's, it's like the... Yeah, it's yeah. really sharp. Wear long sleeves, long pants, and gloves. Wear a hot hat and goggles. Because it'll get hurt your eye, yeah. Wow, didn't think it's about that. It's tough they're, on chainsaws, dangerous. Too. Tough on chainsaws, too. Because yeah, because it gets in the yeah. where the blade rotates. Uh-huh. Uh and he t- he talked about using machetes to cut it back. Oofta. And uh, said, only allow one person to work on this at a time. Yeah. You don't want machetes flying through there with other people around. And same way with chainsaws. True. Uh, somebody suggested that you wrap bunches of the leaves with duct tape before you start trimming. In other words, in an upright fashion, to make them more manageable. That's especially true with a with a chainsaw, hmm. where where you're trying to get down. Yeah. Down and that that uh, that might be uh, worth the time because then you can. Yeah. Because you you if you use a chainsaw, you have to collect it all. Right. Little pieces. Maybe if you ta- use that time instead that. I've never tried that. I don't know how easy that yeah. is. A lot of people have tried that with great success. Said uh, <laughs> the the write up on it uh, said that they have having having seen rats, possums, and raccoons run out of clumps as they trimmed. Uh, this is this is this grass is a refuge for wildlife. Yeah, snakes. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, they they didn't mention snakes. Did you have snakes over? At, over? At, uh, or you probably didn't see them if you were fooling with that pampas grass. Yeah, well, I, I certainly expected them in there. You know, you always kind of took the chainsaw and kind of yeah. banged it. You started the machine, so if there was anybody anybody in there, get out and run for it. Uh, if you want to remove it. 
Uh, uh, digging digging it after you trim it will be one of the best choices. Yeah, you got to. In other words, you trim it back to, what do you say, 14 to 16 inches? A backhoe would be the best thing. Yeah, because uh, they, they've got a very fibrous root system. But the good news is you don't have to have a root ball, a big root ball. You, you just have that those roots attached to the system. And also, you can dig them up and to separate them, uh, separate the clump, and if you want more pampas grass. <laughs> uh, glyphosate will kill it, but you have to wait until it's growing more actively in late April or May. Uh, sprays won't work uh, in cold weather, especially glyphosate. And remember, and remember, if you spray it, you're still going to have to dig it out, the dead clumps. You might as well dig them out now while they're alive. And uh, they'll, they'll come out in clumps pretty easy, but the, the clumps will be heavy. So anyway, now's the time to trim back your pampered grass if you haven't done it for the last couple of years. And uh, like I said, I, I don't think I don't think you can cut it off too low. No. It's... Now, did yours come back after you burn it? Oh yeah. Oh, it came back after. Yeah. You... I was trying to remember when I removed it. Uh, I don't think it was after I burned it. I had a, a, a tractor and all, but I I can't even, I can't even remember that. I just remember that I finally got fed up with it, uh, all the work involved and the dangers. Then I figured out with the fire experience, I figured out, too, I was surrounded by small properties. Yeah. And there were always fires getting loose, you know, and dry. And then, and I had one that got in my orchard, uh, got the pole, the utility pole started on fire, the fence post started on fire. Oh, Lord. And then I says, hmm, hmm. my whole line of uh, pampas grass, that, that would be such a torch. So I felt that, that's when I figured that it probably was not the best uh, border for my, my little road. Yeah. So. But when you burn it, it didn't catch anything else of fire, did it? it? No, it didn't. It was just, uh, it was, just l- luckily it was wet. Then. Yeah, wet. But, boy, it just surprised the heck out of me. Because I thought it was safe. It was a relatively wet time of the year, uh, right, right in spring, you know. And in East Texas, there rained considerably there. Uh, but that that surprised the heck out of you, that burst of uh, heat. Oh, yeah. And uh, I wasn't kidding about the eyebrows, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure it looked did you Did you use a starter solution? or I mean, uh, uh, kerosene or gasoline or... I think ignite I, it. I something. I think I did use a little. Yeah, I think yeah. you did too. I did a little barbecue. Uh, what do you call the stuff that you squirt in the barbecue? Oh um, yeah. Um, yeah. If you had oh, yeah. charcoal starter. If you use gasoline, that oh, would, that would have been even worse. You'd probably burnt your hair off. Yeah. <laughs> your old head. But I, it was one of those experiences where you looked around to see if anybody, yeah. had, as I'm running away, you know. <laughs> 
Hey, we're, we're going to take a quick break. So while we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery where it's a beautiful day. So come on out and visit with us. Uh, at, uh, we're 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Back in a moment, uh, 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Tech. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and I'm so excited. This is the time I talk to you about the things that are on sale at Millburgers, and I'm excited because some of the items that we have are items that you have been waiting for. Let me tell you about them. Right now on sale at Millburgers, you'll find Texas Blue Bonnet Transplants. This Texas superstar is on sale in the 6-inch pot, regularly $3.99, now on sale for just $2.88 or $4 for $10. What an opportunity and speaking of opportunities you've heard us talking about fruit trees right now fruit trees are on sale in the five gallon container for just 26.88 you can choose from apples peaches pears plums apricots and you can feel confident because millburgers talks with the experts and these are the varieties that are chosen for this area all right you ready are you sitting down? Avocado trees are on sale in the five-gallon container. On sale for just thirty-eight eighty-eight. That's at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Verde Road. While Valentine's Day falls on a Wednesday, Oak Valley Vineyards Texas Bistro is celebrating on Friday and Saturday night as well. Make your reservations today at Texas' most romantic winery with a special menu that includes her favorites like Salmon Wellington and his, the Chef Cup Prime Beef Tenderloin or the Surf and Turf Black Angus prime new york strip and crab cake a four course meal that's all inclusive with champagne chocolate covered strawberries candlelight and music to dance to all night long and oak valley vineyards has thought of everything ask about having a dozen roses waiting for you at your table four courses three special nights the two of you and one unforgettable valentine's day nestled in the texas hill country oak valley vineyards is on 3009 in natural bridge caverns call now to reserve your special table at 830-980-8033 oakvalleyvineyardsrestaurant.com If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord, but it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomLineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m., the answer, Milton Glick, along with 
Dr. Calvin Fitch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and we're going to take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping people get rid of uh, roaches and ants and scorpions and even spiders from their home since 1976. And the folks who have met and know Warren and use his services, Warren Remy, of course I'm talking about, it's Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, absolutely love them and continue to. Uh, it's a termite control, too, or if you've got rodents uh, you want to get rid of in your home or around your house, Spider-Man can help you with that, too. Why would you want to get rid of rodents in your home and around your house? Do, do you have rodents in your home or house? I have in the past. Okay. That's why I call Spider-Man. Okay, see, so you got rid of them, too. Well, listen, some people rat don't poop. like rat poop. It's just no yeah. fun. Oh, some okay. people don't like rats. No. Oh, okay. Well, if you're but one of those cute, really. If you're one of those people that doesn't like rats <laughs> and would prefer not to have them in your house, Spider Man can help you with that too. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Or even fleas. If you got fleas in your house or your yard and you want to get rid of them, Spider Man. Sometimes they're on the rats. Is, is that where they're coming in? <laughs> okay, so it can help you get rid of both of them. And you don't have to. You don't have to uh, treat your rats for fleas if you. No, get rid of the rats. It's hard to get them and hold them and get that little treatment and put them on the back of their necks. That's why I dip them. You dip your rats? Dip them in a, a, a five-gallon bucket. Oh, malathion. Oh. Does that work? Oh, yeah, that gets the, rat, the fleas off the rats. Okay, well, if you'd just rather get rid of the fleas entirely <laughs> and the rats, Spider-Man Pest Control, 210-656-3721, uh, or go GoSpiderManPest.com. Go GoSpiderManPest.com. Joe is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hey, Joe, what do you know? Hey, just want to get your recommendation and hear what you uh, uh, recommend for a very heat tolerant but also colorful bush. Like I like Esperanzas; they they do okay. And maybe the fire bush. See what else you guys have as a recommendation. Full sun. Are you there, yes, Joe? Absolutely. Full, full sun. sun. Full sun. Well, well Turk's cap is pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, Thoralis. Yeah, there you go. Theralis uh, looks remarkably good with uh, Esperanza. Yeah. Does. Yeah, and, and the deer, they won't eat, don't, well, at least in my neighborhood, the deer don't eat either. Um, and let's see. Now, did you say it had to be, a, you want it to be a perennial or uh, you want it to be, you just want it to be showy? Uh, yes, sir. Does it have to be deer-proof? Um, that would be preferable, yes. Okay, because I was thinking of the tough modern roses or Mrs. Dudley Cross. Some of those bloom eight or nine months a year, and uh, they're spectacular landscape plants, but uh, but the deer, deer will eat them. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you very much for your recommendation. Thank you, Joe. All right, Joe. And you might try althias. We're going to be talking about uh, new althias uh, later. Uh, eat coming those, up. I think they. I think they will eat at them. Eat at them. Yeah. yeah. But they, they say the rabbits won't. I was reading an article oh. on the internet, and they said they're rabbit resistant. I didn't know that. I didn't I don't either. Know. I haven't seen. There's so few rabbits in this area. Yeah. 
Thank you, Joe. You take care. That'll free up a line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Kevin, didn't you, haven't you written some articles about uh, soil preparation at this time of the year? What, what's your, what, what is your in, uh, recipe for preparing the soil for uh, the vegetable garden for, uh, I always, for spring? I always think you can't go wrong with uh, two inches of compost and then ten cups of uh, slow-release lawn fertilizer, even winterizer form, uh, fertilizer if you're going to do a fertilizer on a regular basis, but... Um, Per 100 square feet, so that 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 works pretty well. How many pounds is that? Is that four pounds or five pounds? Yeah, let's see, ten pounds. Yeah, half a half a pound per cup. Okay. So that's four or five. Okay. Uh, we used to do less, uh, but uh, Jerry's convinced me that 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 much is uh, not too much, especially of slow release. Yeah, and especially if you've got. You know, we kind of, for a while, overestimated our commercial compost in terms of nutrients. You right. Know, it's got Absolutely. a lot of a lot of uncomposted material in it, organic material, good texture, but not much nitrogen. But so. you work that into the soil. Yeah. Okay. I, I was interested in uh, uh, Neil Sparrow's. A question that question and answer that Neil Bear had a week before last, I think it was. Somebody wrote in and said, "Are old, are our year old grass clipping okay for tilling into the vegetable garden?" Did you see that? And he says, "If they've been composted for a year, yes." I used to put them. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I would. Uh, the only only thing I worried about was Bermuda grass co- uh, clipping. Yeah, and I would let it if lo- as long as you let it dry before you put it into the garden and work it into the soil. Well, and if you don't, if you okay. don't have an overwhelming amount, you don't even have to let it dry. If you just incorporate it into the. So I was afraid it would take 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 root. Oh, oh Bermuda grass. Bermuda yeah. grass. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. What I said, yeah, Bermuda definitely grass. Bermuda grass. That's scary. But uh, if, and then Neil says, if they've been merely laying on top of the ground somewhere and are still straw-like, uh, you could probably use them, but do so in limited quantities. I would in, in, introduce no more than a half an inch in one season. Yeah, I don't. What is all that about? I don't know either. Cause, uh, we use our gra- uh, grass, grass clippings and... Uh, and uh, leaves and stuff yeah. and working in the soil now. And especially w- grass clippings are, uh, that's one of the few sources of uh, nitrogen. Right, right. If you uh, put it in a compost pile, it really speeds up the decomposition. Yeah. But uh, now, with that said, maybe Neil's thinking about uh, nitrogen tie-up. When you add a lot of orga- undecomposed organic material... So that can tie the tie the nitrogen up. Yeah, leaves. So you add a little bit of extra nitrogen to take care of that. Well, even the leaves are probably not a major problem. What you think of as a problem are sawdust and. Uh, yeah, yeah, sawdust is bad. Yeah, especially when I, you work it into the soil. Yeah, nice texture, but boy, you do you need to supplement the 
the soil with some uh, nitrogen fertilizer. All right, again, 210-308-8867. Also, also, uh, in this week's section, and uh, if you got yesterday's paper and you didn't see Calvin's article, it's about uh, four or five of the easiest to grow fruit fruit varieties. Black fruit. Yeah, figs, blackberries, pomegranates, and oriental persimmon. Yeah. And that's that was a good write-up on those, and uh, they they are fairly easy to grow, that, and and probably have. I'm thinking uh, <laughs> we've had so much trouble with figs, and the and the the plant grows well, but uh, the what the environmental conditions determine whether you're going to have a good crop yeah. or not. A lot of times they'll set. Looks like a huge crop, and then if we quit getting rain, they never seem to ripen. Right, and if we get rain when they ripen, they rot. Uh, our, our Forrest Appleton always gives me feel. I love figs, and uh, it, it's interesting to watch from year to year what can happen to a fig crop. But they 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 use a lot of. Uh, they they seem to require a lot of water during our summers too, but uh, like like you were saying in Israel or wherever the fig grow, they grow out in solid stone yeah, and, they, in the desert and everything. Yeah, in Jordan and and in, in, in the and still was have, amazed me out yeah, in these uh, still have fig caves there. Yeah, they're these growing out of the rock or yeah. <laughs> they, they assure me it's a different species, and of course they've selected ours for. Hmm. Maximum production and uh, rea- uh, requirement for water, but our figs are uh, actually good trout plants for survival. Oh yeah, they just don't produce anything. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm after the fig, or after forests. You mean you don't mm-hmm. you don't just grow them for the foliage? No, no. Yeah. But uh, that it, it's there at the mercy of the environment. Uh, also. Uh, well, he he talked. Let's see, you didn't you didn't. Let's see, you mentioned persimmons. You didn't mention the apples or pears. I don't last, think. Last last the week before I did. Oh, okay. And uh, Neil's got a question about. Uh, he mentioned orient pear. Yeah. What 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 product should I use to control fire blight this spring? Okay, if you don't know what fire blight is, that's uh, it. It happens in the spring. To pears and apples, and uh, the tips of of the limbs die back, look oh. like they've been burnt back. Or if it's a Bartlett pear, more than the tips. <laughs> yeah, it all all of burns all the way back to the yeah. the main branch. Bacteria, right? Bacteria, yeah, it's bacteria. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Neil, Neil recommend this person wanted to know how to control it. It's my opinion that you can't control it. Fire block. The best way to control it is to use somewhat resistant varieties. But uh, Neil recommended uh, spray the plants while they're in full bloom. Now you you can't do it just once. You've got to do it from the time they begin to break bloom. Didn't we do it once a week for a while? Yeah, yeah, or, or at least once a week. And uh, he talked about spraying them with agriculture streptomycin. 
to prevent entry of the bacterium into the flowers and subsequently into the growing tips and twigs. Now, the problem with that recommendation is it's very difficult to find, almost impossible to find, agricultural streptomycin. Now, we used to sell it here, but so few people uh, actually try to spray their trees for fire blight. Uh, that uh, I well, most of us plant uh, try to plant the varieties that are resistant to it, and it's right. those varieties will show it occasionally, but not. It doesn't kill it. Yeah. Doesn't kill the tree. And at the weather, what hot, wet springs, I think sometimes sometimes we're most likely to see it. Yeah, he ta- he talks about cutting the cutting the damaged parts out and. Disinfecting your pruning shears and things like that. So makes you wanna. Yeah, we used to talk about that all the time. But uh, seemed like we used. Didn't we use coside? Seemed like we used coside too. I don't know. But uh, I can't ag- remember. Agricultural streptomycin was the best product. But like I said, there are very few people do it anymore. So you just when you have pears and apples in this area, you just assume that you're going to have. The years, and it's worse some years than it is others, uh, that you're going to have uh, uh, some fire blight damage on your pears and apples. All right, let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, back in a moment right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, and I'm so excited. This is the time I talk to you about the things that are on sale at Millburgers, and I'm excited because some of the items that we have are items that you have been waiting for. Let me tell you about them. Right now on sale at Millburgers, you'll find Texas Blue Bonnet Transplants. This Texas Superstar is on sale in the 6-inch pot, regularly $3.99, now on sale for just $2.88 or $4 for $10. What an opportunity and speaking of opportunities you've heard us talking about fruit trees Right now, fruit trees are on sale in the five-gallon container for just twenty-six eighty-eight. You can choose from apples, peaches, pears, plums, apricots, and you can feel confident because Millburgers talks with the experts, and these are the varieties that are chosen for this area. All right, you ready? Are you sitting down? Avocado trees are on sale in the five-gallon container. On sale for just thirty-eight eighty-eight. That's at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, sixteen oh four, and Bull Verde Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands, then at night gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit 930amtheanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. That's 855-655-1335. Book your trip today. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. By the time you hear this, President Trump may have released the so-called memo. What's the memo? It's a four-page summation by the Republican majority of the House Intelligence Committee detailing the FBI's behavior during the 2016 election. Higher-ups at the FBI and Justice Department have been lobbying the president not to release it, but it should be released because it may reveal outrageous, even criminal activity by certain people who wanted Hillary Clinton, not Donald Trump, elected president. Excuses from the FBI have ranged from alleged exposure of sensitive information to embarrassment. Embarrassment should never be a reason to hide something like this from the public. This is potentially a bigger scandal than Watergate. The media mostly have ignored it for too long and are now just starting to report on it. Intelligence Committee Chairman Devin Nunes has said, quote, It's clear that top officials used unverified information in a court document to fuel a counterintelligence investigation during an American political campaign, unquote. Let the taxpaying and voting public decide. Release the memo. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m. The answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch on a beautiful South Texas Sunday. We're here at Millburgers where the sun has brought the gardeners out. Oh, the yeah. sun comes out and so do the gardeners. And uh, lots of people, I haven't been eyeballing it as much as I normally do as to what they're purchasing, but uh, we've seen the citrus, the blue bonnets. Uh, I've seen some of the geraniums. Yeah, and, uh, uh, that's all a little... Little girl that made her mother buy one of those geraniums. Oh, is that right? That's funny. So, That's right. So you, we want to encourage pretty. you now to bring your children and grandchildren to Millburgers <laughs> so they can help you shop. All right. What you got there? I, I wanted, we also got some onions. A lot of That's true. good-looking onions uh, over there. And it, it's funny that it's, uh, see, we, we change from season to season. Because I'm uh, as I'm looking through some of the older, older uh, recommendations and uh, tips of what to do at this time of the year, the main tip, well, the main tips is plant onions now. Well, oh. we've been we've been planting them since uh, yeah, we've been talking Halloween. About, talking about a while. You think that was because of the um, 
Availability? Yeah, or, availability. Oh, okay. And I'm I'm still saying, <laughs> I, I hope I'm wrong, that a lot of those early planted onions will go bolt. Going to put a flower on. That's not what he said when he was telling us to plant those. Uh, uh, I, well, uh, I was dis- I, and I talked to the onion growers, and uh, the uh, and they they said that uh, they've got some new personnel on on on, on working with uh, Dixondale Farm, and. Uh, they had encouraged them to have earlier onions, early planted onions, uh, have, have them available for sale in, in October and November. And, uh, but the old t- our old recommendations say don't plant them till uh, February. Yeah. Now we may. At, at, at earliest in December. Uh-huh. The old timers used to think. Yeah, I always. I always thought of, I think, December 1st yeah. Yeah. as the best time. That's what I waited. Yeah, the, but part of it, we might get off lucky because uh, they didn't do much growing until lately. That's but true. I, but I guess those that planted them even earlier than December 1st, <laughs> maybe they did do enough yeah. growing to be uh, caught in that uh, going to seed and bolting situation. We'll find out this year. Yeah, yeah. And of course the varieties have changed uh, and and been improved, I guess. Uh, I think what we're going to see is some difference in the in the rate of, of bolting of their different from variety to variety. Uh, but the, the, old, the, the people that really were used to you know, uh, uh, the Winter Garden area, I taught Pearsall, Crystal City, Carrizo Springs, and then that area used to be big, uh, big onion producers. I'm talking about bulb onion producers. And uh, the, the earliest they would plant, like you said, was December. And I was taking a chance on a, on a hard winter or a cold winter causing the onions to bolt or flower. Now you don't worry about uh, flowers on on garlic, uh, uh, but the flower on an onion comes straight through the onion bulb and makes it non-storable and so non-sellable. Non, non. Well, yeah, yeah. They they just abandon the field when they get a certain percentage of bolts in, now, in a your, field. In your home garden, we're, if we're you talking don't. about 50, 60, yeah. 100 acre field. If you don't, if you in your home garden, if you can. You use them up as quick as oh, yeah. as quick as you can, and you get some use out of them. But they, but like Jerry said, they just don't they don't store. So those are the ones you want to use quickly. So, uh, so what we're saying is, by the by the old techniques that we used to use and recommend, now is is one of some of the best time to plant onions, and they, they'll uh, they'll go ahead and uh, mature and they're short day onions. And there, we've got uh, 1015Y, that, uh, the famous uh, Texas A&M onion. And we've got, uh, let's see, what is that improved 1015Y? Uh, legend. Do, do what? I thought the legend. Legend, legend. Yeah. That's it, legend. 
Hey, we got Marcus on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? All right. How are y'all guys doing today? Good. What's going on? Yes, uh, I want to ask a question. Uh, first of all, I want to wish uh, Dr. Parsons a happy birthday. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, yes, uh, I wanted to know if this year uh, y'all guys are going to have the Rio Grande Gold uh, transplant available. Oh, man. Pressure, pressure, pressure is all I, I ever get. <laughs> <laughs> Your answer's coming in a minute, Marcus. It's his birthday. Let him ramble. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm playing around with the, with the when of it. Uh, okay. if, uh, I, I had planned to have, um, the, uh, Real, uh, real grande gold seed. We did find some seed. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm playing around with having the uh, uh, Parsons uh, potent chili penguin uh, plants of that. That's a, that's a uh, patine. Right. And uh, and uh, some of the Lejo, largest jalapeno on earth. Uh, okay. And have uh, have all those uh, at the same available at the same time. Now, right. when we come if we come out with it, uh, to be honest with you, the more people like tomatoes than they like peppers. Okay, right. I'm I'm talking about uh, purchase wise. Okay. So uh, if, I don't want to be too late or miss the gardening season. Don't want to be too early because uh, they shouldn't be planting peppers out early uh, in the cool temperatures. So I'm playing around with that in my mind to figure out. And it takes six weeks, six to eight weeks to grow a sellable plant from seed to sell. Okay. So I'm thinking about uh, getting the, uh, Giving them, the, giving the grower the seed uh, middle middle of this month, middle of February. Okay, great. And, and well, so we'll have we'll have them. Uh, let's see, middle March of April, one. March, about first for the middle of March. Okay, would be perfect. No, that's six weeks. That's April one. April one, yeah. April one. Okay. So yeah, now, did, so in, in, the long short, could, long and short of it, we're not going to have them. What? <laughs> no, no, that's the longest short is we are going to have them. We're just going to have to keep uh, listening to the show. Yeah, I know. I know Milton enjoys uh, growing up. So I know he's growing yeah. Coming. Oh, they're good. They're bestless and uh, people, right. people, so, people that don't don't like bell peppers or, or can't eat bell peppers because they they're bestless and and uh, they're very productive. They're they're the Cherry tomatoes or peppers, so to speak, because they produce so many peppers. We're going to have to make recipes to make them more popular so people can kind of use them. And I, th- I think we've got some recipes. You've got recipes for real grand gold? Yeah. Well, we've got recipes for uh, pickling jalapenos. Ooh, so pickled real grand And so if you, if you want a colorful hal- uh, hot pepper or mild pepper, uh, you use real grande gold for the for the mild because it's totally sweet, and right. then you put one hot pepper, depending on how hot you want it to be, in the top of the jar when you when you uh, do the uh, picking oh. process, 
and you don't even have to cut it or anything. That that's capsizing, which is the heat heat element that makes peppers hot, will move out of the uh, uncut pepper. And did you like them too, Marcus? You're right. I did like them. I enjoyed yeah, I growing like them. It. It's a real good pepper, and I enjoyed it in my salad. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll, so you we'll keep listening. Around April 1st? Yeah. April 1st is what I'm shooting for. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your information. But, 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 but with my age, you need to keep reminding me. Keep pressuring okay. me. Call, call us in a couple of weeks, Marcus, and I just ask the same question and see if he remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Marcus. Thank you a lot. You Bye. take care. Another uh, vegetable that we talk about this time of the year is uh, potatoes. Yeah, right. Uh, the, that's fun to grow, for, especially for youngsters. So, I yeah, I've completed my trenches and i cut my potatoes and let them sit overnight and then i uh, expect to plant them either this afternoon or tomorrow morning there you go is the uh, j-lo pepper coming back yeah i've got to talk call, i've got to email uh miss nethery uh-huh up in uh junction texas she's a she's a seed source of all you eat that. it milton it's a jal- that's that jalapeno. One. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, it's a, the one that has no. It's milder. Very it's milder. Yeah. It's mild, but it's still a jalapeno. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just remember people liked it. Yeah, oh yeah. I haven't eaten it. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. Uh, oh, like, oh. What are, what are the uh, chips with this 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 cheese on them and the nachos? Nachos. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, those are wonderful with uh, nachos. And they like Le Joe because... Uh, yeah, it's real name. Because, because uh, the largest jalapeno on earth, Le Joe. Uh, but uh, they like to stuff them with, that, uh, with cheese and things like that. And when you, when you take the inside out, uh, you, you remove most of the heat when you put the cheese in there. And uh, that, that, that gives them just a little bit of, little bit of heat uh, with that cheese. Uh, Popper, ch- yeah. uh, cheddar poppers, they call them. Don't so they? I have a dumb question. Uh-oh. And we probably don't have enough time to get it answered by our listeners. Uh-oh. You don't have a really large opening. How do you stuff the cheese in there? You slice it. Oh, okay. I, th- I kind of pictured like <laughs> like a parka. like a bell pepper, you know, where no, no. you know it's stuffed with stuff and. Oh, I thought you were like taking a big syringe and just squeezing the cheese in there. No. I'm, I'm oh, okay. Thinking. All right. Well, that's all I'm gonna try to do. Well, well let's see now. It's making know, me hungry. I'm getting back to that. I'm thinking how churches and the, they they sell cheddar poppers. Yeah. Now, they're whole peppers, aren't they? I don't never have think one. about it. All right. The one the ones we have at parties and things, we just slice the uh, the jalapeno down the middle. Oh, you cover it and put a cheese on top of it. And then put the cheese, uh, scrape the center out, and that's most of the heat. And then uh, and then put the cheese in the... In the Shredded cheese right inside the... Yeah. But, but I'm thinking I'm thinking you're right that the places like Churchy Chicken and places like that have... have Whole jalapenos. Yeah, that the, where they, if the cheese is in the cheese is inside. All right, so I don't know how they get the cheese in. Maybe they got like a big turkey basting thing. They there just you fill go. with cheese and 
If anybody knows, give us a call. Yeah, they'll have to call us next week because we're almost out of time. What? Yeah. Yeah. Your birthday show is almost over. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> well, you can still email him. No. <laughs> oh, boy. But, uh, all right, uh, you want to mention your thing while we got about a couple minutes yeah, left? Yeah, the next Saturday at El Dockles in Stone Oak. So those of you up by the nursery here, that's really convenient for you. The Landscape School It's the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, along with Saws and, and the Trinity Glen Rose Water Conservation District are sponsoring it. It's from 9 to 1 p.m. on the 10th, and... Uh, $30 for individual to attend or $50 for two of you from the same family. It includes the consultation. Uh, you know, you get the lectures and then you get uh, individual attention uh, with your issues to talk about and lots of handouts. Uh, good program. If you want more information, Gardening gardening Volunteers of South Texas, just uh, go to, on the internet. Go to their website, and you can register there too. You do have to register by the seventh, uh, but that's for the program on the Saturday, the tenth, nine to one p.m. at El Dacos in Stone Oak. Alrighty, cool. Thank you, Calvin. And where was it? I'm sorry. One more time for more information. Uh, go to the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas website. Okay, so gardeningvolunteers.org is the place to go to for that. All right, we're going to begin to wrap up the show now. I want to thank Felix back at the station, doing a great job, getting all the calls on the air, and uh, had a little, a little uh, some uh, speed bumps, but he got over them real well. So uh, great job there, Felix, and we'll be with, he'll be with us next uh, Sunday, so you can call him and, uh, and, give him, and bug him as well. We'll say uh, goodbye for today on behalf of the docs. Uh, thanks to you for listening. Happy birthday to Dr. Jerry Parsons as well. Happy birthday to me. Yeah, so <laughs> see you next Saturday on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.